morning, Northgate and friends. Happy Sunday. We're excited that you're with us as we look at the book of Joshua. But let's pray, Lord Jesus, I pray that you will bless these words this morning. May they honor you. May you speak to us through the power of your Holy Spirit, bringing to life your word, your stories, your truth. We pray this all in your precious name. Amen. So last week, we started the book of Joshua by looking at the character of Joshua, realizing he was Moses' assistant. And that says that in Joshua chapter 1, verse 1. But we looked back at this character, specifically in Numbers chapter 13, and realized he was full of faith, full of the Spirit, full of wisdom, he and Caleb. But now, as we begin the book of Joshua, they are being called into this land of Canaan, this promised land to conquer the enemy, to defeat the enemy, to step in by faith into all God has for them. God is so faithful. God is so good. And he has this desire for all of us that we would be prosperous in spiritual things and that we would conquer the enemy around us and obviously we have one enemy and that is evil that is the devil about this time last year amy and i took a trip to winnipeg not the place you want to go when you get close to winter and it was interesting as we went there was snow in the parking lot though it was a little sunny but we went to this uh, church conference called church renewal and as you went there, you just uh, went to Southland Church and you uh, learned of the things they're doing in their church to disciple people. But as we began the first worship session, as you kind of start any conference, as I was praying and thinking, uh, why was I here? What in the world? Why am I in Winnipeg? I felt the Lord just reassure me and even speak to me, and I wrote it in my journal, I can remember, he said, I'm making you into a strong warrior. Now, I don't know what that had necessarily to do with the conference, and I think at that point, I probably could have left because I heard what I needed to hear, but I am making you into a strong warrior. When we look at Joshua in chapter one of the book, it seems that the Lord is speaking to Joshua as well. And he is saying these words, I'm going to make you strong. Be strong and be courageous in what I am calling you to do. It's actually said three times in chapter one of the book of Joshua in verse six, verse seven, and then verse nine. And verse nine is one that we learn to memorize. And it says this, have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So at the beginning of this book, we see that God is instructing, commanding, challenging, exhorting, encouraging Joshua to be strong and courageous in conquering, in leading the people into this promised land. I was actually thinking about skipping chapter one because when we talked about the character of Joshua last week, there's a, a lot of overlap. But as I thought about it, you don't want to skip what the Bible repeats three times in a chapter. Be strong 
and courageous. Today, we do have a great enemy as well. And we are commanded to be strong and courageous, not to be afraid, not to be dismayed, not to be distracted, uh, but to be strong and courageous. Now, as you look at the promised land, in the Old Testament, it's a picture of a little bit what happens in our Christian life. We know Egypt represents sin, and we know that the Israelites were in bondage, but God, through the great plagues, and most importantly, that last plague, the death angel, the judgment angel, per se, as they put the blood on their doorpost, they, Pharaoh released them, and they went into the wilderness, and then they faced the Red Sea. And this sin was following them, per se, Egypt, but they came to the Red Sea and Moses put his staff in the ground and the sea parted and they walked through. It's almost a picture of how God saves us from sin, that he takes the sting, being enslaved as they were in Egypt to sin, and he leads them out through his miraculous work, through his blood and through his miracle, and God does this amazing work. And we know that Anything good is because the love of God, the work of God, as he frees us for, from these things, from the bondage of this world and sin. And as the Israelites go through and Moses leads them and into the sea and over, they begin this wonderful journey in the Christian life knowing they're forgiven. But as you type it out, you see the wilderness as a place of almost a barren Christian life, one that we see that we are forgiven uh, but we're still struggling with the same things. And they could be complaining or sexual sin or desiring things we shouldn't have as they desired food and complain. And then they complained and all of these different things they didn't have and they questioned and they doubted and they were in that place for a long time. But when you get to Joshua, he's leading the people. And the idea is as Christians, Jesus, Joshua old, Jesus new, wants to lead us into an abundant, prosperous, bearing fruit Christian life. And that's the land of Canaan. It's called the land that flows with milk and honey, they said. It was a land of much fruit, big fruit. It was the land of prosperity. And we think of that spiritually because even in chapter 1 of the book of Joshua, it says, you know, obey my word that you may prosper. Uh, walk with me that you may have prosperity. It says there in verse 8, this idea that as we're believers, we don't want to struggle with what God has dealt with, but we want to walk into the place where we are going to bear much fruit, much spiritual fruit, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that we are going to be defeating the enemy. We're going to be working in the Lord's strength to defeat the enemy. And it's really interesting, as we're going to see as we go through the book, as they went into the land, it was really God's power that defeated the enemy. For instance, Jericho, and we're going to talk about that in a couple of weeks. But all they had to do was be strong and courageous to, to walk around the wall. And then God would do the rest. And he did. He tumbled the wall. Or in Deuteronomy, it says he was going to send wasps to defeat the enemy. Or all these miraculous things. The sun stands still for Joshua to defeat the enemy. That God's strength, God's love, God's promises defeat the enemy. 
but they had to step into it. And it's amazing to see how salvation, all God's work, praise the Lord, and even this idea of sanctification into this place of bearing fruit, becoming more like Christ, is God's work. But one, he's done and leads us through. The other one, he is working, but he says, walk with me. Come into this land. I've saved you. It's open. And you might see with the Jordan River in a couple chapters, they had to put their feet in the water. So to be strong and courageous to take a step in their Christian life to trust the Lord that he was going to defeat the enemy and produce fruit. And God wants to produce this amazing fruit in our lives as we walk in the Spirit, but we have to choose by faith to walk with Him. And the encouragement in that journey in chapter 1, which we need to hold on to today, is this. Be strong and courageous to do what I've asked you to do. I'm going to do it, but you have to be strong and courageous to walk into it. And I was at that conference and the Lord saying, it's not time to be afraid. It's not time to think this is for someone else. It's not time to you fill in the blank, but rather I'm making you into this strong, courageous warrior that you can step into the fruit I have for you. And that's an encouragement all through the Bible that God wants to work and use us to produce his fruit in our lives and to do battle with the enemy, evil. Because we are in a spiritual battle. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. And the same principle is true, that we put on his work, his salvation, his righteousness, his peace. We put all that on and then we battle, we wrestle against the enemy in God's strength. But we have to be, as it says, we have to be strong and courageous. And I think sometimes the enemy just tries to intimidate us, I know in my life, and, and get us down or make us fearful, whether that's in our heart or intellectually to say, I can't do that or whatever it is, to face this intimidation by looking at the enemy saying, we can't do it. But God's saying, listen, I will do it, but you be strong and courageous. And as I was looking at those three times, it says it in verse six, be strong and courageous, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. That's verse 6. Now, singing that, be strong and courageous in what? In what God has promised. In his spiritual promises in the word of God. In the promises he's given to you by the Holy Spirit. He's saying to them in Joshua, listen. I want to give you this land. I want you to have that fruit. I want you to fight the enemy. And I'm promising you victory. But you have to believe what I've said and the promises I've given you. Now think about that. That is so important because our minds can turn and we lose sight of the promises. But I want to be strong and courageous into what God has said. Now what be an example? If I'm obeying God or struggling, let's just say with physical things, and I have need, the promise is that he will supply all that I need according to his riches and glory. And I can be strong and courageous in living my life, knowing the promise that he's given me, not to fear what I see as the enemy of not having 
what I need. That's just a little example how we can step into it. So the first thing he's saying, be strong and courageous to know what I've promised you. Secondly, in verse 7, be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Be strong and courageous to obey me because it will prosper you to meditate spiritually on my word, on me. Meditate on what I say to live in it and you will prosper. Very rarely have I heard of someone who has tried to obey the word of God and has not spiritually prospered. Yeah, they might have difficult times. Yeah, they might have to make tough decisions. But in the long run, it strengthens them as you obey. But God is saying, be strong and courageous. I've laid it out. I know you. I'm sovereign. I know the world. And why don't you then take the strength I've given you as a mighty warrior to do what I say. We have his promises, be strong and courageous in them. We have the other parts of his word, which tell us to obey, to follow the commands, to meditate on them, to be in his truth, to step into them, the water, right? And we will produce fruit as we do what God says. Be strong and courageous to do this. Hey, army, as you go in, be strong and courageous. And this land will be yours. This this place of spiritual prosperity, of milk and honey will be yours as you do what I say. Nowhere does it say it's going to be easy. But yes, it does say that you will be blessed. Blessed spiritually to produce God's fruit. Finally, it says, again, have I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed. For the Lord God is with you wherever you go. Wherever we go, whatever we do, we have to understand that God is with us. I know when I was a little boy and I was on a team, for instance, that was playing another team, and I knew we had the stronger players, I always played with more confidence. Uh, when we're really little, we say, well, if my dad's with me, my dad is bigger than the situation and I can walk and trust him. Here it's the same thing. We know that our God is most powerful. So though maybe I don't have the strength, the ones behind me, my team, my God, and as a little one, my dad can handle whatever is thrown at me because it's not me Hey, you're going to get in a fight? Well, look who's on my team. It's God and he can't be defeated. Think about that. That gives you ultimate strength to know and not be afraid that God loves you and God's with you and God will fight for you. Praise the Lord. Be strong and courageous. You know promises of God. Step into them. Be strong and courageous to do all that God has said because he knows you. And he knows what's right and what will bear fruit. Be strong and courageous to fight the enemy because your God with you is bigger. Now here you go, Israel. Enter the land. Joshua, enter the land. Be that strong warrior to defeat the enemy in the battle. 
Praise God, I thought of David in 1 Samuel chapter 17 fighting Goliath. And here he is, this teenager coming in this giant, they say, uh, you know, nine feet tall and armor and a spear, just a spearhead, 25 pounds. And he, the, the giant is there making fun, right, of the Israelite army. And here comes David and he's like, send a man out and I'll defeat him. And David's like, they're all afraid. They're all intimidated. And that's always Satan's tactics. And here comes David, the smallest one. I'll go, David, you can't go. He's, he's bigger than you. But David would say, well, no, I'm going. And specifically saying that in the name of my God, the name of the Lord Jesus. And then saying to Goliath that the battle is the Lord's. It wasn't David. It was who was with David. It was the promises that God had given David. It was the truth of who God was and with him that he could face this enemy, not intimidate, intimidated, but he could be strong and courageous. And what did he take? He took that one smooth stone. How interesting. Just a little stone in the slingshot, supernaturally empowered by the Holy Spirit to implant in the forehead of the enemy. It was interesting, not Winnipeg, but this year as I went back to to visit with Amy on our 25th anniversary to see the mountains and Canmore and Banff, that there was a creek and there was a lot of little stones like this. And I had my done my devotions and I had asking God, where should we go? We were just finishing the, finishing the book of 1 Corinthians. God, where should we go in our study? And I felt very strongly we should go to the book of Joshua. And as I thought of that and the creek and the stone and thinking of David and his strength and his courage to face the enemy that here God was showing me Joshua be strong and courageous to to step into all that God has for us to do what God has called us to do to bear fruit with our lives to to wrestle with the enemy our enemy Satan in the strength of God we can conquer and we can move forward and going into that creek on the Bow River there in Camor and seeing the stone and, and hearing Joshua in this message to present it to you today that we are called to be strong and courageous because God is working and God is with us and God wants us to produce fruit and God is defeating the enemy and he wants to use you and I, not in our strength, not in our ability, but trusting and believing as Joshua and David trusted. There's been many times in my life where I can look back and you just feel empty. You feel intimidated. You feel broken. I, I was just thinking back to different things, even when I started uh, Bible studies in Perth uh, 14 years ago and the night before waking up in a cold sweat we were living at the cottage and just feeling so intimidated by a dream that was almost saying don't go here and God said no you step into that you step into what I've called you but yet the fear was so real of the enemy even farther back into New Jersey as we were living in our house burned down and I could remember thinking we were staying at someone else's house. It was that night and it was way back when Stefan was just a baby and I was trying to rock him in a little, you know, playpen. That's all we had to put him to sleep. Our, our house and a lot of it was gone and here we are and, and Stefan was crying and, and what was going to happen? 
Like really, we didn't know if anything we had would be there. We had nowhere to live. And just even that same thought, okay, step in to the promises, even though it looks from the outside that things are against you. Step into the promises that I am with you, even though it doesn't look great, that I am behind you. Meetings feeling so afraid, but God saying, no, I am with you. And what is it for you today? I want to tell you that God wants you to put your feet into the Jordan River, that it might part, that you may walk into a life that bears fruit for him, where the enemy is afraid because he knows that the Lord God is with you. What is it today? May you take a minute and think, what is it? But I'm saying God wants to say to you, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. God is with you and God is working. And let's step into all that he has in our Christian lives to produce fruit for his glory. Amen. Have a great week. Be blessed. Be more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. So Lord God, may we believe what you say, your promises. May we obey your word. May we be strong and courageous to do what it says, to meditate on it. And may we know that you're with us as we face the enemy, as we step into the land of opportunity. Lord, and may all our fruit be glory to your name. May you work in our community. We pray this for your glory. Amen.